Hello, everybody. Welcome to One Drink Podcast. We talk about one topic for one drink. I'm Oliver. I'm Matthew. And today on our history show, we are featuring November 15th to November 21st. Oh, yeah. As well, of course, as our favorite, Janelle Vodka Stars. Oh, man. They just keep getting better and better. Yeah. I know a lot of them are this, not the same, same uh, pre- premises, kind of. Yep. But just the, the stories, you kind of get entrapped with the, yep. with the person, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just like, for sure. Because sometimes I try to put myself in that situation, which I, I never could or would do. Yeah. But, like, you know, when you read yours, I'm always like, man, you know. That was me. Yeah. And I'm just man. like, I could never do any of the stuff. I think about that every time I do the research on these yeah. to find one. And I'm like, I try to, like, picture myself as I'm reading through it. And I'm like, I can't. Not no. In, not in any of them. Just, I'm, wait, I'm waiting for the one that, like, luckily got in. You know, or she, like, the mistake. <laughs> like, oh, I could do that. This is the only one I could relate to. Right. I could have fell into that by yeah. mistake. But all these guys are true freaking heroes. For sure. And, um... For sure. All the stories are great. Yep. But we also have history that we love to hit everyone with. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is just a continuous thing. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go to November 16th, 1985. So, sort of. All right. Recent. Recent. Before I was born, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> Howard Stern begins broadcasting on 92.3 WXRX-FM in New York. Oh, dang. Man, he's been in the game. Forever. 35 years. Yeah. Wow. So, I think radio would be great to get into. Although radio is kind of like just turning into a podcast, I mm-hmm. feel. But um, there's definitely a lot of similarities now between like the, you know, the talk shows on the radio yeah. and what a podcast is. Yeah, because like the radio, you can hear them on the radio, which is cool. Yeah. But also, every radio show is pretty much filming. <clears throat> yeah. Inside of the inside the studio. Yeah. yeah. So yep. it makes it you know, podcast slash radio. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're just stealing our thing. True. Because it's what we're doing. Yeah. And they were like, oh, look at One Drink's doing this. We should yeah. find this. We're putting the heat on all these we're local. We're putting the heat on them. On they the don't local. know it yet, but. These local radio stations are like, they're like. Yeah, the oh. fire's coming. <laughs> yeah. So watch out. And they're going to be like, damn, we're out of a job. Oh, wait, right. they hired One Drink Podcast? What? Son of a bitch. Dang. So yeah, Howard Stern, he's been killing the game for a while. That and... would be sweet, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. We got we got a radio spot. It could awesome. happen. It could happen. All right, I'm gonna take us to November seventeenth, eighteen hundred. The U.S. Congress met for the first time in the new Capitol at Washington D.C. Uh, President John Adams then became the first occupant of the executive mansion, later named the White House. Ah, so you know, good old G.W. Dude. built it. He's back and never got to live there. I know. Well, then it got destroyed. Yeah. And then they had to rebuild it. Exactly. And then, oh, so like, if it didn't get destroyed, I feel like he would have lived there. He probably would have been able to live there. That little, he was probably pissed too, because <laughs> yeah, he probably knew. He probably looked at it and was like, "Son of a bitch, they're not going to finish this before I <laughs> die." God damn it! I wonder if he like slept uh, just like in a house somewhere that like he could see it. Right. You know what I mean? That would annoy the fuck. Out. I'd have had to live on the other side of town. Yeah. So I'd never been to Washington or well, to the, the other White side house. of town. Was probably only like half a mile away though. Right. So, that's one spot I do want to go. Oh, dude. I want to take some photos, and I would like to, you know... You got to go during the, uh, when the sugar, when the... Um, those trees. The, right? The, yeah. Uh, the sugar maples. Yes. Yeah. 
So my friend went down there and... Herbet. No. I don't know if that's what they are. No, no, no. Cherry blossoms. Cherry. The cherry blossoms. What did I say? I say sugar, sugar blossoms. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. So my friend went down don't there. Don't drink wine on the show. <laughs> Got it. And she uh, she had took pictures and sent them to me. And dude, that... Whew, man. Dude, they only bloom for like two weeks. Yes. So you have to go at that specific time. Mm-hmm. So And be prepared. Because it is... Packed. Packed. I know. Dude. Packed. And I would love... Like, I like to get good photos, so I mean, I'd be like, excuse me. Sugar blossoms. Yeah, I know. Sugar dude. blossoms. What the hell are those? I don't know, dude. Cherry <laughs> blossoms. Such a... Dude. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, no, that, doesn't sound, that doesn't sound right. I don't know if that's... I don't know if that's right. Uh, oh, for fuck's sake. I love it. <clears throat> All right, so I found this pretty interesting. November 19th, 1985 again. I didn't even realize right. that. I guess I'm stuck in... Yeah, 85. Back to the future. All right, so three days after <laughs> Howard Stern's show. <laughs> this happened. Uh, in the largest civil verdict in U.S. history, Pennzoil wins $10.53 billion judgment against Texaco. Oh shit! So that's a civil suit. Yeah. So civil suits you have to pay out, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. There's no. No, no. Yeah. So, I mean, of course, these companies are. They got yeah, the yeah, money. Yeah, a ten billion dollar chunk out of a company. That's a. Well, I that's mean, probably why there's no, you know, Texaco. Exactly, anymore. dude. You know what I, mean? I, mean, I wonder if Howard just talked about that on his show. <clears throat> he, he was hyping on it his up. third day, right? <laughs> Yeah, right. Howard Stern's like strippers and... Well, maybe he got some stripper that was banging like an executive from Pennzoil or Texaco. Right. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that sounds about yeah. right. There could have been porn stars at the Texaco CEO's oh, yeah. house. You yeah. know what I mean? And he got... That's probably what happened. That makes more sense. Because he probably didn't give a fuck about the civil suit. And I can promise... <clears throat> no, man. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Tap, tap. Oh, I wish I had some paper. Uh, that would have been a great segue. <laughs> November 19th, 1978. Oh, phew. <laughs> I should have said 1985. Oh, if you did, I would have lost I should have said it. 1985. I would have lost it. <laughs> Dude, wasn't that... Wasn't that November 5th? Uh, no, no, that was 8th. Wasn't November 15th like the date that they used in Back to the Future? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Because they went from November 85 to 55. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's why I said it. I was yeah. like, going back to the future. <laughs> it just all clicked in my brain because I'm slow. Hey, it happens all the time. Happens all the time. I feel like we need one of those like, wah, wah, wah. No, no, and, oh, God damn it. Don't add that shit. Add you that did shit. it, not me. I'm going to get one of those t-shirts that says I'm the stupid. But it'll just be like an arrow that like goes here and then an arrow here and then an arrow here. You know what I mean? Oh, it just like trails around back to myself. Okay. November, November 19th, 1985. 1978. Sorry. 1978. The, wow, this is really messed up too. I feel bad laughing going into this. Oh, I'm going to try okay. to stop. Let's get started. Uh, the biggest mass suicide in history. 
Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to hold it in, but I couldn't. <laughs> Tragic situation. I thought I was trying I mean, to be cool about it. <clears throat> the biggest mass suicide in history. <clears throat> that was awesome. Ooh. Okay, the biggest mass suicide in history occurred as... Uh, Reverend Jim Jones led over 900 followers to their deaths at Jamestown, uh, Guyana. Members of the People's Temple religious cult were ordered to drink a cyanide-laced fruit drink, um, also known as Kool-Aid. Those who refused were forcibly injected. Um, (laughs) There's no getting out. Precipitating the tragedy a day earlier, California Congressman Leo J. Ryan, along with four associates and several reporters had been shot to death during an ambush at a nearby airstrip. They were attempting to return home after investigating the cult's remote jungle location. Jones and his mistress killed themselves after watching his entire membership die. Only a few cult members managed to escape. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's where that... That it's, saying comes from, you know, when someone's nuts or, you know, whacked out or whatever, and they're like, oh, they must have drank the Kool-Aid. So, I think we did a fact or something on that. Probably. It's, at some point. Yeah, okay. Yep. It makes sense. I mean, damn, that's... Yeah. That's crazy. So, there's like... Yeah, it was a total of like 907 people or something damn. like that. Damn. And the, yeah. like like you said, there's no... There was no getting out. Like, you know... No, you I think drink. that... I think there was something like... I read once, there was something like... I don't know... Like a dozen people that survived, yeah, or whatever. Luckily, yeah, nuts. That would, dude. I've been watching some shit on TV, and dude, that's like the number one—not number one, but like, mm-hmm. dude, one sip. Yeah. Like, even if someone was joking yeah. around, you take one sip uh-huh. and you're just like, <laughs> and there's no coming back though. Like, oh no, 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 you're there, done. There's no you're like, done. no, no, the end, the end. Be pissed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, would be yeah that was so some messed up. That was some messed up shit out there, though. There, it was. That was. Yeah, that was some messed up shit. All right, so I found this just crazy. I wish we could get views like this. Are you ready for this? So November twentieth, nineteen eighty. Oh man, I was stuck in the motherfucking eighties. Stuck in the eighties. Wow. Though. All right, the TV show Dallas episode yep. Who Done It reveals who uh, who shot Jr. Okay, popular show back in the mm-hmm. day, everybody watched it. Yep. Listen to this though, <clears throat> gets a record fifty three point three rating, over eighty three million viewers. Right, seventy percent, seventy six percent of television watchers in the United States were watching that show. Bro, do you know how many? So I don't know. I don't know the calculations from then to now, but do you know how many views? Well, it's probably like three times the size. It would almost be 83 million it's, views. That's that's it's that's like 180 million now. Could you imagine if we just... Dude, the Super Bowl doesn't even get that. That's what I'm saying. The Super Bowl doesn't even get that. 76% of America. The Super Bowl doesn't get that. I know. The Super Bowl doesn't even get like half. <sighs> Dude. That's crazy. I was just that's like, wow. Not, that's a, just a that stuck out to me. I was like, dude, that's a lot of that's a lot of people. That's just a ridiculous number. Yeah, was a, Jesus Christ. All right, Medal of Honor stories. Yes, let's uh, let's kick that off. Let's honor these bad boys. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm gonna go World War II, U.S. Army William Hale Wilbur. Wilbur. I can't w- say that. W. Yeah. Can't say that too fast, but I wonder if they called him W. They had to. 
I would call him W. Or just Dub? Dub. Two W? Dub. <laughs> what do I know? Dub Dub. <laughs> uh, for conspicuous gallantry and intrepidity and action above and beyond the call of duty, um, Wilbur prepared the plan for making uh, contact with French commander in Casablanca and obtaining uh, arm, arm assist to prevent unnecessary bloodshed. So I'm assuming he went there just to talk it out yep. as opposed to, you know, what they normally do. <clears throat> On uh, November 8th, 1942, he landed uh, at Fidela with the uh, leading assault waves where oppositions had developed into a firm and continuous defensive line across the route of advance. Commandeering a vehicle... He was dr- uh, driven toward the hostile defense under uh, instant fire. Instant instant fire. Finally, locating uh, the French officer who according him passage through the forward position. See that word? Whew, that was a little bugger there. Oh, incessant. Incessant. Come on, Matt. <laughs> he then proceeded to total darkness through 16 miles of enemy occupied country intermitt- intermittently. Subjected to heavy bursts of fire and accomplished his mission by delivering his letter to uh, the appropriate French officials in Casablanca. Returning towards his command, uh, Colonel Wilbur detected a hostile battery fire effectively on his troops. He took charge of the platoon of American tanks and personally led them in an attack and captured of the battery. From the moment of the landing until secession of hostile resistance, Colonel Wilbur's conduct was voluntarily... And exemplary in his coolness and daring. So he did that all voluntarily. <laughs> he didn't even have to do that. But he made it. What a nut job. He, the bravest fuck. Yeah. He's like, I'll deliver the letter right. or I'll go talk to... Yeah. Sure, I'll deliver the letter. But Would this... you go deliver that letter? <laughs> <laughs> Through all that bullshit? I Hell mean, no. no. Hell no. There's no shot. Mm-mm. No shot. Could have been it. like, I'd have been like, I'd be like, Gravino, you want to deliver this letter? <clears throat> yeah, Matt will. <laughs> yeah. I rip open my shirt. No problem. I'm stupid. <laughs> I tried to. <laughs> and then the arrows. Go, bow, 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 bow. <laughs> Shit. Fuck. <laughs> oh man. And then I just have a shirt of heat. Stupid. <laughs> but yeah, no, I wouldn't do that. No, that's not. But he made it back, and he, you know, led his little troop there to uh, a little victory. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I tried to look at the camera over there, mm. and there's no. Ooh, there's no camera over there. Wow. When I just made that that funny. We gotta we gotta add that to the uh, yeah. habit. Yeah. Camera here. Camera here. Camera here. <laughs> there's actually only a camera here, so it's fine. Wah, All right. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, God um, man, I better not get a word wrong in this, too, because I feel like that noise is just going to follow me around all show. Oh, God damn it. Uh, That's going to be so annoying. I should right. do that for every word oh. we mispronounce. No, dude, because the whole show would just be wah, wah, wah. What did they say? Wait, what? Or just like a... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like or a like, game show buzz. Like, or, or it's like a ding. Ding! Right. And then each time a number comes up. <laughs> it's just ding. a ticker. Ding! ding. See how high we can get in there. All right, I'm going to start with, uh, or start with, I'm going to go with uh, Sergeant Cornelius H. Charlton, U.S. Army, Korea. Uh, Okay, his (laughs) platoon was attacking heavily defended hostile positions on um, commanding ground when the leader was wounded and evacuated. Sergeant Charlton assumed command, rallied the men, and spearheaded the assault against the hill. 
personally eliminating two hostile positions and killing six of the enemy with his rifle fire and grenades, nice. he continued up the slope while the unit suffered heavy casualties and became pinned down. So one of the things that I've recognized after reading so many of these things mm -hmm. is that a lot of these guys get screwed because they're trying to fight uphill. Yes. And having high ground in a military scenario yeah, or in a battle, any kind of scenario, mm -hmm. high ground is key. Yeah. Like, it's strategically yeah. where you're supposed it's to be. It's crazy, too, now that you mention that. You are right, because hills. a lot of these are like yeah, mountains or hills. fighting hills, yeah. They're so always they're, on the bottom. So they're always, they're, they're facing adversity just because of the, the layout of the terrain. Yeah, could you imagine if like we were in the opposite position, we would have destroyed lit. I mean, oh, there'd be yeah. no chance. Well, that's why you don't hear any, any badass stories about us right. on a hill. Yeah. Because that would be too, just one. That'd be too easy. Yeah. Okay, so regrouping the men, uh, he led them forward, only to be again hurled back by a shower of grenades. Despite a severe chest wound, uh, Sergeant Charlton resume, uh, refused medical attention uh, and led a third daring charge, which carried the rest, uh, which carried to the crest of the ridge. Observing that the remaining emplacement, which had, um, which had, uh, which had repelled. The advance. I keep getting that noise of that buzzer stuck in my head as I'm reading this. You're it's tripping me up. Yeah. Um, uh, the advance was situated on the reverse slope. He had charged it alone. Uh, was again hit by a grenade, uh, but wrecked the position with a devastating fire, which eliminated it and routed the defenders. Oh, nice. The wounds received during the daring exploits resulted in his death, but his indomitable courage, superior leadership, and gallant self-sacrifice reflect the highest credit upon himself, the infantry, and the military service. Yes, they do. So, he charged a hill solo. I mean, that's... For a second time. Yeah. So, they charged the hill, and then he was <clears> like, no, I got it. You guys don't get hurt. Right. I'm going. After being hit. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> not, I mean, these guys are, you know. Heroes. I mean, we say it, the same thing every single week, but it's. I don't get it doesn't sick of get, saying it. It doesn't get lost in saying it. <laughs> no. you know, these stories don't cease to amaze us every single week. It's great. Every single week. Yep, so that is our one drink for our yep. history and medal of honor. Show. Yeah. Don't forget, guys, you can check out all these interesting history facts as well as all of these courageous stories every single Monday here on Wondering Podcast, both yep. on YouTube and Facebook. You can also listen to us if you enjoy the sounds of our beautiful voices on all major platforms. Yep. Don't forget, for me, please just hit that sub button and click on the bell notifications to be the first ones notified when our new episodes hit. Yep. And we just asked, you know, ask Ken. We just, hey. we just asked you hey, to share. Hey, Ken! Dude, share it with a friend, Ken. Yep. So share it with a friend. It Ken. goes from Ken to another friend, and maybe to another Ken. And maybe to another Ken. I wonder if Ken's got a Ken. He does. He probably does. He's got to, right? Now this is the funny thing about this whole joke that's going on here. I don't know one Ken in my life. Uh. <clears throat> do you? I know a couple. Okay. I know a couple, Thank but they don't God. go by Ken. What do they go by? Kenny. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I need a I need a strong Ken in my life, you know. Yeah, I don't know Just a Ken. Somebody that's confident enough to be yeah. Ken, not Kenny. Right. Like, hey man, what's your name? Ken. Oh, what's up, Kenny? No, no, no. Right. And he can stop shooting. Yeah. Like, no, no. Ken. It's three letters. Yeah. Ken. K E N. So yes. Anyways, Ken. Share. Thanks for sharing. 
Till next time, guys. See ya. Cheers. <laughs>